What's up, you guys? I know it's been a long ass time, but look, tech has been really boring until maybe around before autumn started, but nothing really uh, got me to talking like uh, this has. And you're gonna say, like, wow, really? You're gonna attribute uh, the reasoning to Apple? And yeah, I kinda will, because whether I like it or not, Apple uh, gets people talking. <clears throat> but more importantly, just because I don't really care for their business decisions on the most part doesn't mean that they don't make great news or good decisions at least on the surface uh you might hear a heater in the background but uh it's november so just want to keep my um lower body cool anyway <clears throat> let's get started on this so welcome back to reality tech uh this is jlaw and we're gonna be starting off with <clears throat> Uh, we're going to be starting off with uh, MagSafe returning to MacBooks. I was always a fan of MagSafe because, I mean, you've, you've seen like terrible cable management in different places. Uh, maybe you're a victim of it. <coughs> Pardon me. Um... Maybe you have kids and pets that's getting around to where they're not supposed to be. And, uh, kablang, kablooey, kablow. Your laptop hits the ground. <coughs> You're freaking out. Uh, very expensive. More than likely over a thousand dollars. MacBook just hits the floor. Um, with more than likely, uh, damage dealt to it. Unless you have a carpeted, uh, office or what have you. But MagSafe eliminated that sort of issue. <clears throat> Even in like a full office, you know, accidents happen. Uh, but now it's come back to be even better. Uh, Apple claims that in just half an hour, uh, your battery will be fully charged. Very interesting. Uh, that was really just a little tidbit story. Uh, I really don't have much to say on it. You know I'm not a computer guy. But, I'll hit you with uh, the Apple another Apple story after uh, these two Android stories. First up, something I've been saying in many YouTube comment sections. We do not need the Note line to return, only a Note via the S line, and it's finally happening. Uh, of course, it's been rumored and somewhat confirmed for months now that the S22 Ultra is basically the Note 22 Ultra next year. It will have an, a dedicated S Pen slot and I'm assuming it will have more squared off corners. Another detail is <coughs> the S22 line is going to be more akin to the iPhone 12 they're saying. Um, with flatter size not as flat um, and apparently the ultra model is not gonna have as much curvature on the screen so that's good to know uh, I still prefer them if you I did not like the idea of the notes having curved edges in the first place because if it's a note I think of it as a notebook a notebook does not have curved pages on the end okay the pages do not curve on the end, they're flat. 
should have always been flat and it should have been in this case but less curvature is better than what we're used to <coughs> so I'm so glad that's finally happening and apparently they're going to make the S22 and the S22 plus uh, with the backs akin to the Galaxy S20 FE people aren't fond of that but I'm looking at them like um, I mean if it's bringing costs down why not go for that also uh, I never did like the idea of a glass back because if I choose to not wear a case which is definitely my choice I don't want to have to look at the back of my phone cracked. I, I don't I don't want to have to feel that or worry about my hands getting cut up just from holding it. And the somewhat matte back, I guess you could call it, it definitely feels better on my S20 FE. Like this is so cool. It does not feel cheap and it definitely doesn't look cheap to me. Uh <coughs> I'm all for it. Now the other story, um, Pixel 6 and Pixel 6 Pro, I was so excited when I saw that phone because I'm like, this is where Google should have been all along. I did not much uh, care for the people reviewing it and talking about how great the phone was going to be because like Jaime Rivera from Pocket Now said, uh, it's just going to be another fiasco where people are gonna talk about how great it is and then no one's gonna buy it um, <clears throat> I mean I suppose the good news is they had a hard time keeping the Pixel 6 Pro in stock that's probably because they did not have many of them uh, made already obviously one due to a chip shortage and second what if it doesn't fare well like they already predicted but it seems to be going good for them for now. I wouldn't say great, but it seems to be going good for them for now. Um, the significant price jump between the two, some may argue is warranted. I say uh, not so much because I believe the base Pixel 6 is 600 and the Pro is 900. Now I was hearing that the Pro was going to be a thousand, and I'm like, there's no way y'all are selling that. That's impossible. But it's 900. Uh, it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be because if it was a thousand, I was like, okay, they might as well give up. Um, <clears throat> I feel like it could have been more like 850, and I would have saw that as fair. But 900 is a bit steep, and yes, that 50 dollars does make a difference. Uh, but anyway, I did like the design change that they went along with. They finally added a telephoto, I believe, a telephoto lens on the back, um, for the pro model anyway. Um, <coughs> it's slipping me right now, but many design changes, well, I wouldn't say many, but significant design changes came along with it. They should have stuck with the rear uh, fingerprint scanner in my opinion but hey you do what you gotta do um, it's also great what they're doing with Android 12 it very much complements what they're doing as far as the design for the Pixel 6 I love it uh, Material U is definitely more like One UI than it was just a basic launcher skin right 
it's definitely complementing uh, people's lives more, uh, making many more tests easier to manage. Um, we finally got the little light indicators for camera use and mic use from different apps. I like it. <clears throat> and they've even fine-tuned more of the security options like location and mic usage and storage use, uh, storage access. And it's just great. Um, nowadays, I'm, I'm not going to try and like draw out the episodes. It's really unnecessary. Uh, all I'm doing is covering news here. Not really having a discussion, but I would like to hear your thoughts on things. Uh, but yeah, Pixel 6, Pixel 6 Pro. I'm even considering trading in my S20 FE to get it. Um, that would definitely be great. Post-edit. I will talk more about the Tensor chip in the future OS episode I have coming up, but uh, the Tensor chip does speak on Google taking themselves seriously, at least in some capacity, because this is definitely going to speed up the uh, processing time for the different services that they offer through their servers and everything, obviously, because the results are getting to you quicker with it being more or less a full-on Google experience due to them having their own chip. So this is also great for them. That makes it a better product and easier product to sell with them saying like, hey, we've even got our own chip. Look at this. This is what we're doing now. We're in the big leagues. And I like that. Something else Jaime Rivera said, uh, he said that the newest issue with the, well, the issue with the Pixel 6 Pro is that it's much akin to the you're holding it wrong debacle. I believe that was with the Pixel 3 or Pixel 3 XL or whatever. Correct me if I'm wrong on that. But just as I feared, Pixel will be looked down upon once again, uh, perhaps affecting sales. With this green horizontal line issue running across it from the lock screen, not the lock screen, but with the phone powered, well, not powered off, with the screen turned off, and I believe Google had come to the conclusion that it was the way you were pressing the power button, like they were saying just on the Google support forums, they were saying just press the power button long enough to turn the screen on instead of holding on to the button. But they said they're not even going to patch it until the December security patch update. So, and this is me adding in uh, post-edit. But it this has to stop. Like, your Google from Alphabet, your quality assurance should be way better than this for shipping out a major product you have to be better than this in order to be a big player and you're google so you should be by this point this literally happens with every pixel device there's always something to go wrong right at launch like this this cannot persist Uh, but now moving on to this final uh, Apple story. 
Apple has reportedly costed the big four, uh, Facebook, Snapchat, uh, YouTube, and Twitter, nine point over nine point seven billion dollars by changing their privacy settings on apps collecting your data and I definitely liked uh, the video from this guy that I saw uh, last week um, it's from smarter every day and he made this uh, he's got this project going uh, I believe there's a Kickstarter you should go and look it up uh, just go to his channel you'll 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 see it um, it's about privacy and stuff he's got this project going and if you know your way around that sort of thing he welcomes you to join the team he's only got a small team going right now and it's basically redefining how uh, you access the web without these different websites collecting your data <clears throat> but with that out of the way uh, he said that if you aren't paying for the product then you are the product and I like the way he put that and I get what he was saying. I'm not saying this to detract from it, but nowadays, uh, the case is actually you end up paying for the service and you're still having much of your data collected from you and they're just making big bucks off of it. Now, nearly $10 billion and Facebook was the biggest one hit losing eight billion and that was just from this half of the year so far eight billion facebook alone and i believe youtube might have been a bit over a billion but that doesn't even matter because it's Google like they they get your data in other ways anyway or it might have been a little under a billion but uh, moving on uh, don't get it twisted because uh, I believe they said Apple actually ended up earning five billion in that same uh, time span so although Apple did do a con pro-consumer move both with MagSafe and the privacy settings don't get it twisted on thinking that they're not benefiting from this. Don't, don't, don't think that. Um, I mean, of course, many would say it's a fair trade-off. I mean, you're getting all this software and all this good stuff uh, from them. Uh, they need access to your data for certain services and all this anyway. And I get that. But I'm just saying, don't, don't fool yourselves into thinking that Oh, Apple is on our side. No, it makes them look good so that you buy more into their products and services. I want to make that very clear. Uh, I have started working on a Fuchsia OS episode. I think that would be very great to dive into. So look forward to that. Uh, I believe Reality Tech is back for now. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in today. Um, be sure to follow me on Instagram I haven't really posted there yet about uh, anything tech wise but I have posted uh, two different clips from older episodes on there um, yeah uh, check back with me soon I should have something up sooner rather than later 
as long as tech proves to be interesting. I'll catch you in the next one. Thanks for your support.